0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Meeting Mental Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host Tiffany and in this episode I want to talk about something that I think a lot of you can relate to um, regardless of your mental health status. Um, I want to talk about those harder times, those times when things just don't seem to be lining up the way you want them to and perhaps you start to feel sorry for yourself. And the situation that you're in, you know, maybe you're having issues at work or in a relationship, medical issue, or even something as simple as meeting your own personal goals. And when you enter that negative headspace, you tend to be harder on yourself, you know, much harder on yourself than anyone else around you is. And it's sort of like that old saying, you're your own worst critic. And it's true. You know, you might tend to think that it's the worst that it's ever been. And maybe in that moment, that's true. And you tend to think that things are never going to get better. But we all know that's not true. You know, you think, why is this happening to me? And in those moments, you feel alone. You feel like you've lost control. You feel like you're the only one going through it and no one around you understands. And you feel sorry for yourself. And when things get hard like that, you tend to beat yourself up about it. And you tend to blame yourself. At least I know I do. When I get into those ruts where I start feeling really sorry for myself, I start feeling really down. You know, I've mentioned in the previous episodes about dealing with depression and dealing with setbacks and feeling sorry or bad for yourself definitely ties in. But for me and maybe some of you, they aren't the same feelings. You know, when I start feeling sorry for myself, that's a whole other set of emotions that comes up. For me, depression makes me feel blah and numb more than anything else. And when I'm dealing with setbacks, the feeling I attach to that is more frustration or anger. But when I start to blame myself or I start feeling sorry or bad for myself, and it's the worst that it's ever been, and no one knows what I'm going through, and I feel stuck, the feeling that comes up for me is sadness. So yeah, I want to talk about sadness and my experience with that. And I want to start by saying it's okay to feel. You know, feelings of sadness is natural and normal It's sort of our body's way of responding to grief and disappointment, maybe discouragement. You know, and when we feel this sense of disappointment, we feel alone. We feel trapped and like no one understands what we've been going through. But the truth is, we all know, to some degree anyway, what it feels like to be sad. We've all been there before. For me, in dealing with post-concussion syndrome, and I talked about dealing with a brain injury in a previous episode, But I have most certainly felt incredibly sorry for myself at times. And sort of without even realizing it. You know, with this injury, it's a waiting game. It's waiting to be seen by doctors. Waiting to feel improvements. Waiting to feel normal again. And in the beginning of this journey, I was really naive and ignorant to the severity of my injury. You know, I thought a week or two at the most of rest and I'd be good as new. But quickly, one week turned into two, and two weeks turned into two months, and two months has now turned into five months and counting. And at some point along the way, I was hit with the hard reality that my injury was more severe than I initially thought. After all, I did go through a tile wall headfirst, so yeah, I have to give myself a little slack there. But feeling guilty and sad and feeling bad for myself definitely hit me hard. The first couple months were the hardest for me by far. I dealt with a lot of not knowing what was going on. You know, having feelings and sensations in my head and my body that I never felt before. I spent many nights afraid to go to sleep because I thought I was going to have like a brain aneurysm or something and die in my sleep. Insomnia definitely got the best of me many nights and anxiety took complete control of my mind during the day. It was exhausting and I wasn't even physically doing anything, you know, just sitting there day in and day out doing nothing, resting like many people kept telling me to do, sitting and just waiting, you know, feeling worthless, feeling like I was broken, questioning over and over why this happened to me and scared that I would be stuck like this forever. You know, would I ever be able to return to work? Would I be able to drive again? Would I be able to do all the outdoor things that I love to do? Just racing thoughts day after day and feeling completely sorry for myself, you know, and really feeling down about it all. I definitely felt hopeless at times. There were days where I just sat in silence, my mind thinking about nothing other than how shitty I felt. You know, every little pain was magnified and my mind and brain were at a constant tug of war with each other. You know, and I believe my mind was keeping my brain from healing at times. And so as December quickly turned into January, January went to February, eventually I started losing track of my days. You know, it doesn't help that my memory's fucked now, but it was like, is it Tuesday or is it Friday? I didn't know. And honestly, I didn't care. All the days were the same anyway, so it didn't really matter. You know, I started not to care and I really wasn't doing anything to help myself either. But then I got to a point where I thought things were moving in the right direction. I thought things were looking up. You know, I was feeling hopeful and better. And I thought that by the end of March, I would be back to normal and back to my regular routine again. But then my symptoms came on super strong again. And again, I felt down. I felt defeated. I was sad. And I started feeling sorry for myself again. I felt like no one truly understood what I was going through. Not their fault. You know, I barely knew what was going on with me, you know. But one day I decided to see if I could connect with people who did know what I was going through. So I joined a Facebook support group, Um, a group for people who have suffered concussions, who are dealing with post-concussion syndrome and other TBIs, you know, and initially I thought and I had convinced myself that my injury wasn't bad enough or I haven't been dealing with it for long enough to join a group like this. But I quickly realized that was wrong. You know, I waited until my three month mark to join a support group because for me, I felt like it was an adequate amount of time to prove that I was injured enough. You know, it was this internal self-conflicting battle that I went through. But meanwhile, others were joining after only a week or even a few days after their accident or injury, which is when I questioned, why did I wait so long? you know, but being able to connect and read stories of others who know exactly what I was feeling, although due to an unfortunate circumstance, it was somewhat comforting, you know, and it made me feel less alone in this whole process and even a little less sorry for myself. Eventually later, I joined another support group and followed some people on Instagram who have also suffered brain injury. And I was gifted a book filled with all kinds of stories of people who had brain injuries, both mild and severe, and their recovery process. You know, all these things slowly brought a little bit more peace of mind and comfort knowing that I wasn't the only one dealing with this. And using tools like this, I was really able to break out of that negative mindset that I had and see that I'm not alone. You know, I was able to see that others had the same thoughts and beliefs about themselves in the beginning of their journey. But I was also able to see so many people recovering, maybe not 100%, but enough to live their lives again, you know, and they've used their experiences for good and to spread awareness about a very underrated and misunderstood injury to most. You know, people have said that their TBI has changed their life for the better. They were able to set and accomplish new goals and it really gave them a new perspective on life altogether. And although I'm still early in my recovery process, you know, compared to the years some people have under their belts, I believe I'm getting to that point of having a different perspective. Although some days aren't always the best, I have learned to slow down and appreciate this time that I have with myself. You know, I feel like I've gotten to know myself better and I started using this time to be creative and find new ways to express myself. I have taken this waiting game and turned it into something positive. You know, I decided to get up each day and not just sit around waiting for things to happen, but to get up each day and make them happen. You know, this podcast being one of them, it gives me something to look forward to. It keeps my brain working and gives me goals to work towards. I've started meditating daily, at least one 10-minute session per day. It really gives me a moment to ground myself and just breathe and reflect on myself in a positive way, and it really challenges my mind to focus. I've done some art and did some writing, you know, just a a few things that I probably wouldn't have done or would have been too busy or too tired to do pre-injury. I've also been reintroducing exercise back into my routine, um, which is something I was missing for a while. And although I have to be careful not to overexert myself, getting my body moving again definitely helps to improve my mental health overall. But basically, once I was physically and mentally well enough to realize I had been feeling sorry for myself, that's when I was really able to start helping myself. Once I was able to see that others face similar battles and the ways that they've been able to pull themselves up and out of a bad situation made me realize that I could too. You know, I started making better choices and regained a little bit more control of my life. I started to focus on the little victories instead of dwelling on the huge losses. And I believe that having the ability to take those blinders off really allows you to reflect and see so much more of yourself. You know, and like I've said before, every day won't be perfect, but I try not to dwell on those days anymore. I try not to let those moments of sadness completely take over. You know, I I know that there's a silver lining, whatever it may be. I try to accept my life as it is because at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. So I try not to let my injury keep me down. You know, the unpredictability of symptoms from day to day is a mindfuck all on its own. So I just try to roll with it. I try to focus on staying as mentally positive and focused as I can, which can take a lot of willpower and effort but I'd rather put all my energy into feeling good and positive rather than wasting time and energy on feeling sorry for myself. So that's all I have for this episode. Hopefully this helps one of you out there who may also be struggling with similar issues. If you'd like to weigh in on this topic and keep the conversation going, follow me on Instagram and let me know your thoughts. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Until we meet next time, thanks for listening and have a great day.